know what's going on. <gasps> okay, hello? <laughs> Jesse? Yeah, I am here. We are live. Oh my god, we're live! <laughs> I love it. Okay, so how have you been? Like, what's been going on in LA? Like, how are you with everything going on? Uh, you know, uh, obviously burning with uh, some seething rage. Yeah, uh, as I should, as as anybody. I, I don't care if you have a uterus or not. I think everybody should be fucking upset because it doesn't stop here right that's that's the thing that i keep telling everybody is and we've been hoes have been saying this shit we are the canaries in the coal mine we said this shit back when fosta sesta came out like oh you think it's hoes now coming for you next and i i hate being right right like i hate that that it has came to fruition um but i also like want to remind like i'm I, I'm I'm furious, uh, but it's it's a long fight. So uh, I've been trying to find ways to find joy and channel my rage into ways that I could actually show up for people. Because I I don't think that it is coincidental that a bunch of our rights were rolled back yeah. right before Roe v. Wade was overturned. I think it's meant to be incendiary. I think they want. Uh, reasons to disappear us and fuck us over more because yeah of uh, course yeah C- cbp uh we don't have 100 miles within the border uh they don't need a reason or a warrant to arrest you detain you do shit to you um you know like not not only that they don't have to read you your miranda rights anymore uh they they're like they they, they want a reason they're like they're testing us you know it's like when somebody's trying to fight you and they spit in your face yeah. It's they want you to they want you to swing. Um, yeah. I find it so weird. I know this is like so pop culture related, but there was like this weird Kardashian episode coming up next and like like from the previews of the last episode and I was like, Oh my god, are they gonna show the Travis Scott incident, you know? <gasps> and and I was like kind of scared, like my stomach turned, but then like I was like telling my sisters like okay can I put on the Kardashians I know I'm stupid like I just need to watch them um because they come on on Thursday nights and they didn't have the episode and it's just like obviously that's so minor but it's because I started watching all the protest coverage like I watched like 20 news videos online like not even through the news mm-hmm. and like the way they were covering it was so weird to me and I was just like I don't know, because even when I was marching, um, at some point, I was like, wait, where am I marching to? I'm not trying to get trapped. So, like, halfway through the march, I, like, kind of went to the side and, like, left because I was, like, scared. Yeah, smart. That's smart. That's smart. You listen to your fucking gut, and I I think that that's – I mean, I'm not going to tell people not to protest. Yeah, but I think if you're gonna go out there, people need to be safe. You need to listen to your gut, uh, fucking, and and dip out when you start to feel like shit's gonna be weird. Because, uh, I I think it, it it's intentional. I think a lot of the way that we read the headlines and like, um, I I highly suggest like journaling after you like take in media because the way that they word things in media, it's it's kind of a psyop, right? Like. They want to get in your head. They want you to feel like it's fatalistic. They want you to feel overwhelmed, right? They want us to, it, like I said, if there's, it's a fight, and they're trying to get us to act all crazy, to swing, to open ourselves up and be vulnerable, right? Like, they, they, they're pushing the buttons. But they want either one of two outcomes. Either we swing stupid and we leave ourselves open for attack, or we get so fucking overwhelmed and depressed that we do fucking nothing. Right. I think as women, they also underestimate us because we're not like men where we're like super enraged and ready to attack, which we wish we were kind of like that because that's they're like thinking in a smart way. Like the only way to make things change is through violence. But like instead, we're kind of like reassessing, 
and like reading and like figuring things out and like it's I think we're our our minds are more capable than they think like yeah we process a lot of information but we've been doing that for a while so I think journaling is a good idea to like reassess and um kind of align your your thoughts and stuff and how you want to like communicate how you feel but then also like reading up on something and like messaging your friends like hey what do you think of this or like hey I know you posted that but look at this and like I think that's also yeah. helpful because have you heard yeah. of Agenda 21 of what Agenda 21 uh-uh, I have not heard of Agenda 21 Okay, so my, okay, so yesterday I posted, like, you know, we need to go out there and protest, like, cause there's some activists here in Austin who believe that firmly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like, how are we gonna make a change if, like, we can't all protest? But then my friend was like, no, that organization Rise Up is corrupt because they're misleading the fact that a lot of people might die who don't, who aren't able to get abortions and, like, that that was like statistically not true or something in the way they like put imagery of like women with like bleeding wounds like it was just like really weird I don't know the point of view that they had against the organization like kind of made sense and I was like that's so weird and then um she was like well it's also weird like spiritually like how you're not supposed to have fear and like let go of things and like think positive and not you know think in a fearful mindset and she was like it's so hard to be spiritual but also like want to fucking tear the government down and I was like I know exactly what you mean like I'm like I don't even know organizations like it sucks like me going to these protests alone and then she was like yeah yeah she was like have you heard of agenda 21 and then I read up on it and I honestly am not that well informed but from like the little bits and pieces because even like one of my sugar daddies was like touching up on it and then I like circled Mm -hmm. back to him about it and then it all made sense but it's pretty much where like the United Nations I don't even know if I'm saying this right like they get together and they're planning something globally like it's bigger than just state per state and it's like like the idea of like um saving the world through global warming but like also like saving humanity but it's I've been reading on it and I think I'm picking up like that they're saving like Europeans and like white people and like anyone who's not rich isn't going to be considered human or something like that and that they're gonna take property away from landlords like it's weird or like kill them like i don't even know what's going on it's like a bigger thing dude i don't even know at this point yeah that's i mean that's super i i yeah that's it's it's super wild i think honestly I, i think what we're missing um in this fight right is the spirituality uh because it is it is kind of like a good versus evil right um and I, I think that it's kind of important to t- touch on that because oftentimes, especially like you're going out to the protest, but you're going alone. Uh, I like to think of like, okay, a protest is cool, but what are we doing after that? If you're going by yourself, right, and you're not necessarily making connections, once you leave that protest, like what is what is the impact, right? You were another body in the crowd that showed up, so we created noise, right? And creating noise and awareness is great, but what is that tangibly doing? for us that are affected for other people. I think that protest is great, but I think when we stop at protest is where we do ourselves a disservice because instead of spending the two to three hours marching, if we spent two to three hours uh, in our communities, connecting with people and actually caring for each other, Mm -hmm. we build each other up to do this fight long-term. I think that thinking about like the rage and the the hate that we feel uh, from being attacked, um, like thinking of it as a fire, right? Uh, and fire is a helpful tool, catalyst to change. Burning shit down creates space to do new shit. However, if you're the one harnessing that fire, right, you don't want to burn up. There's a lot of activists, and we've seen it time and time again, back during the uh, 
the Wall Street uh, 99, like one percenter sit in stuff. You know, you had a big wave of people coming to activism. Uh, the 2020 uprisings that we just had, right, for George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. You saw people out in the streets, right? And that was great. I just went back to work afterwards and was like, oh, man, I guess we didn't get shit done. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's a hard fight. And I, I think it's really, really important that we discuss using that fire, that rage, but not burning it so high that we burn ourselves out. Like when you cook food on a grill, you don't cook it when the flames are high, right? Mm-hmm. You wait till the coals are hot. That is how you get shit cooking. We need to use that rage and that anger to maintain an internal temperature to get shit cooking. But we can't do that long term. We can't. It's too draining on your soul, right? Like to to only focus on what we hate. We need to focus our love on the people that we love and how we can lift each other up and build each other up. Because this is a long ass motherfucking fight and it's going to get tiring. And I think the best way to approach this is instead of like two to four hours uh, protesting like two to four hours, like feeding my fucking neighbors, right? They're unhoused or checking in on people in my, my, my apartment building, you know, creating tendencies, creating other forms of power that will sustain us. Because if we're trying to fight the government, we are, we are bringing a fucking toothpick to a bomb gunfight, right? You know, like we we have our weapons. We, even if we all have weapons, right? America loves guns. The police are militarized. They are fucking in tanks and shit. We do not have tanks. I do not want to see my people gunned down and hurt. Yeah. Uh, trying to like fight this. Like it's like it's David and Goliath. Especially think, at the in the border states because of what you said. Yeah. You they could disappear you now for no reason. A hundred miles within any border. Um and there's a map, right? And our coast is considered a border. So anybody on the west coast, the whole east coast, um, People in Chicago, yeah, they are, they are within this hundred mile border limit, and they can fucking disappear you. Uh, you don't even have to be at the protest. You could be leaving a protest. You could be in the area. Um, and yeah. and yeah, so I think it's just so important that we find uh, protest is great, but like stay safe. But we need to find other ways to invest in our communities and build systems for of strength sure. outside outside of that. You know, but like, the whole like making a sign thing is kind of outdated like for me going out there I was kind of like pacing back and forth because I was alone but I was like talking to the cops like common sense shit like I was like okay like the criminals that you arrest where do you like what kind of families do you think they come from like you know like if people come from unstable homes and low-income communities like don't you think that's gonna affect their like mental health or survival like skills and like lack of success like don't you like I was just like are you not like I was just like talking to them like and um I think it's good to go out there and and voice your opinion with the community around you because a lot of people were giving the mic to different people and we're all kind of stating like our opinions and concerns and stories and that was pretty empowering um, but for sure, participating in, in other communities or getting with a community that aligns with your values the most and making a difference. Like for me, I feel like I, since like being a sex worker is really important to me, I think I, I stand with like sexual freedom and how we shouldn't just have sex to reproduce, like, sexual sexuality should be about like a carnal experience like more about that shit more about getting to know each other's bodies like i mean pamela anderson was all about this like i mean she's a cancer like you and she was just like an activist about this and firmly believed that sexuality is like more than what we're even taught like marriage and just having babies and like covering Uh, no it's a yeah like it's it's about getting to know another human being and like being interested in that person's body or getting to know that body. That's why like I guess being like Judaism is like all about pleasing their wives first or something like um but yes, so for me I think I would be more involved in like <coughs> sexual freedom stuff and also like how this is affecting our 
like economy, like how it's affecting affecting society and our economy. And and like that's pretty big because that's all that's what it's about. And supposedly like with Agenda 21, they're like teaching us math wrong on purpose. Like it's really weird. Like the whole thing is really weird. Wow, I've never I've never heard of this agenda twenty one, but I, I'm definitely willing to look into it. Um, but yeah, yeah so I'm sex like, workers I'm like I would I would definitely do it on the show. Yeah, I would recommend anyone that doesn't know to read up on it because I don't even know, and I need for all of us to know what's going on. Because if you think about it in a more global like point of view, it's it's bigger than what religion is. It's bigger than what we think sex and marriages like it's it's bigger than that like we are like humans living on this planet that is like the environment get is getting messed up every day by us and yo for for real i it's so we literally i just did an episode um on the high epoch times with uh my partner shmoo and we literally called the episode the apocalypse because we talked about Roe v. Wade, gun control, and it was like, you know, if you're worried about Roe v. Wade uh, and you're worried about gun control, don't worry, the whole planet fucked. It's about to get worse real quick. We're about to get all Mad Max resource war style. Like, yeah. if you think shit's fucking bad now, uh, it's time to pop off. And that's why you need to love on each other. The more we talk to our neighbors and create communities, uh, we are the only people that are going to save us. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you need to know your neighbor's name because y'all going to need to fucking forage for food together soon. Exactly. And, and band together against the people down the street. You know, like we're, we're going to have to, I mean, I hope we're not banding down the people against the street. I hope we're coming actually together. But, um, you know, there's, it's, it's pretty scary. It's pretty real. Like now is the time, uh, to like channel that. Cause it's like, it's big. It's scary. It's overwhelming, but we like, need we need each other we need each other so damn bad no we do and an act of kindness ripples like the effect ripples like it does it's so important because the more that we can model that good behavior and that kindness when we can model accountability and not like disposing of people because this is the thing about leftists versus right-wing people and the reason why right people get shit done and left people can't right right wing they are a united front. I'm not saying on the left that we need to agree. You need to agree with some other fucker next to you that like doesn't think you have the right to live, right? Because mm-hmm. that happens, right? You know, like people will be like in one movement and they'll be like, yeah, Black Lives Matter, but then they'll shit on Black trans people, right? Yeah. Uh, where it's like, well, well, not those people. Or it's like right now we're talking about reproductive rights and people are like, you know, women, women's rights, and people are like, hey, yo, there's trans men and non-binary people too that are affected by this. And while we need to address these things, yeah. right, we, we need to do it with a, in good faith, right? We need to do it in, in good faith with compassion um, because we, we, need, we need each other to, to come together, right? Like, we need to be able to respect each other, but, like, the right gets shit done because they're a fucking robot. They're just like, yep, we hate these people. We want them to die. We want money. We want power. We want these things. Yeah. And we... On the left, it's hard for us to organize a time to do a meal drop, you know, like it's are so like, hard for the left people like or even just people who are because I don't I don't even know like what I am. But right. it's so hard for us, like liberal minded people with like all these different sexualities and causes and things to like kind of get together because something is not including someone and this is not against this and this is only causing this and it's that's like an important factor of right now we're kind of like wait okay uh well yeah well well, i think like identity politics are are something that's supposed to set us free and when it stops setting us free and it it actually is causing us to like uh work against each other Mm -hmm. uh there's so much i've seen it in community where where somebody does something that's problematic and we cancel them and I think that that's like so detrimental, right? Like I need people to to, to do better. I don't want people to be sorry. I want people to be better, right? Yeah. Uh, I want I want to base the work that I'm doing in love and kindness, so I can model that for other people. So like, if I fuck up, if I say some shit that is sideways, and somebody comes to me and they're like, 
yo, we don't fucking talk like that. We don't say that anymore. Like, and I'm like, oh shit. Like, you're like, tell me, please. Like, I, I open people. I'm like, you know, maybe that's my kink. I'm like, yeah, cancel me, daddy. But I'm like, no, I want to be, I want to be held accountable because I want to be better. And I want to be able to model that for other people in my community to show like, hey, we're all going to fuck up. But like, here's how we get back on track because we have more important shit to do. We got bigger fish to fry. Like, yeah. we have to do it. We have to do it in in the and how we love each other. Like, uh, uh, and I, yeah, find find your affinity group. You like you like I, I'm a sex worker too. Like, and I love fucking and collaborating with other sex workers. Be, and I think that like that can produce more expansive ideas of what our freedom can look like uh, than us trying to like fight this uphill battle with no weapons you know exactly and like we and sex workers have been fighting fighting for our sexual freedom like we've been fighting for our privacy and like just like anything that controls our body or or governs us like we've been fighting against that yes forever forever and and no one cares because like no one's gonna validate a sex worker and it's almost like its own sexual identity in a way because i don't have time to date like i don't date like i know oh my god that is something so real i i I love talking to another sex worker because that's something that i don't hear discussed often but dating is difficult because we're we're based energy workers yeah like we're we're healers and we spend so much of our time doing energy work and healing that it's really hard to just have like uh to date like casually right because you have to protect the energy that you do have mm-hmm. uh and like yeah it's uh it's all it's a whole thing it's a whole thing mm-hmm. there's no we, we're energy yeah no yeah like i'm dating all my clients like i don't have time to date <laughs> like a regular person and it sucks but I have to make money and it's like it's like I'm almost not romantic I'm almost like asexual or whatever the fuck in that in in the category of my line of work but I I mean I totally understand that I I struggle as a as a I would I identify as queer um queer and sexual right um but i often find it difficult to create like genuine connection be because so much of it is spent uh like or, or maybe it's hard to receive right because i'm constantly giving energy wise yeah uh and, and so i'm like dating my clients and i also capitalism like forces us to uh be productive and monetize your time right uh but i, I still above all like of course I think that people will be like, wow, sex work, it's, it's so degrading or like, oh, sex work, it's so empowering. And I'm like, you know what sex work is, baby? It's a job. Do you love your job? No, it's a job, baby. So time is money. Like you said, that's the most important thing is that time is money. Like, and and it gives you sex work gives you the freedom and more autonomy over your time versus working a nine to five where you have to be here all of your life for pennies. At least during sex work, you have some autonomy. And my, at least that's how I see it, right? Like it gives me in this world that is kind of shit on me resource wise. It gives me the ability to set up my time closer to how I want to live. So I have time to take care of my body. So I have time to read books. So I have time to go love on my neighbors and community. You know, like mm-hmm. it gives me that freedom to be able to do that work. And I don't think that a lot of people have access to even showing up to do this work because they have kids because they have a job they have to go to you know like exactly like people under it's rough to show up when you don't have the energy to show up because capitalism has robbed you of the time to show up yes people underestimate the value of freedom and how free sex workers are like you said like we have time to follow our dreams like and not have a panic attack at our labor jobs we're not signing like documents and like contracts and like restricting ourselves to phone time like we're not like under control of anyone or supervised by anyone like there's so much freedom to it of course there's a lot of like things that we have to factor in like for our mental health because of our energy and like 
and like our sacral energy and and like but people just kind of dismiss sex workers when it's like we've actually been playing a big part in all of this and yeah these like all of these communities should be recognized because even men even white cis men would be affected by this because they're like not even like most of them i guess aren't really emotionally that responsible or like i don't know it's just a lot to take in to be a parent and a lot of guys like i guess since since back in the day parenting meant like a wife staying at home being a parent like them going out to, to work and it's just so different now like the women has to work or like if you stay at home, like, and then there's not time to explore each other's bodies, and then there's failed marriages because of it, because you think of, like, um, sex just to reproduce, and then it's just a lot, like, men haven't dealt with a lot of emotions, and it's just an outdated way of thinking, just like grocery shopping is an outweigh- outdated way of, like, buying food and resources like there's so many things that are so outdated and people don't realize that and that's like annoying because it just we can be yeah we can be better we can be better we can be doing better for ourselves yeah we we could be progressing but instead we're like regressing or conforming and then like understanding but then like conforming and it's like that's not well, it's really it's really difficult, and that's why I think it's so important to find ways to build each other up because this work is difficult and it's long, and it's like it's gonna be a lifetime of work, right? Like it's not gonna be like we're gonna like do this one thing and then we're gonna solve the problems and it's gonna be great, right? Like because the problem is multifaceted, and unfortunately, I say this all the time, but capitalism is like Jumanji, right? Do you ever see that movie? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Regardless if you want to play the game or not, the game is being played, right? And yeah. that is capitalism. Regardless if you want to participate in capitalism, capitalism is the, the, the system that is in place. And if you do not move, if you do not shake, them elephants are going to trample you. Like, that's just what it is. Like, and so it's really hard to show up. And it's intentional that we don't have time and we don't have energy to show up and do these things, to have time with our partners, to like, uh, you know, give space for men to find their emotions uh, i mean like it's so hard everybody be going to therapy right but therapy is fucking expensive how the fuck are you going to go to therapy when you don't have time or money to go to therapy it's a it's a vicious it's like an ouroboros it's eating its own tail right like it's a fucked up cycle and the only way that i think that we like get out of it is like you have to find a way to subvert that cycle and get time for yourself your time is the most important asset that you have it's somehow chipping away and getting time to yourself to recharge. Yeah. Cause you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Uh, and that's why, that, that's why the community care is so important is like, it's really hard to cut out a chunk of time for yourself um, and get enough to heal. Right. Like when you're super tired and you haven't slept, taking a 15 minute nap, it sometimes is like not, does not feel helpful. Right. When you need a good long sleep, it yeah. can actually be more torturous. But it's like on our own, we are we are pretty weak. It, it's we are stronger together, right? If you're tired and I you know, I can carry you because I've had rest, cool. Like you can rest up, and then maybe someday, like later on when I'm tired, you'll be able to carry me, right? Because you were able to get that rest. Yeah. Our time and our rest is so fucking important. And finding like to me, that's like a form of protest, right? Like I'm trying to find ways to love on the people in my like find rest i'm trying to find rest myself so i can come back and do more for my community i only do so much if i'm exhausted and tired right like i have cycled in and out of my like level of availability and activism right where like uh you know i've worked with food not bombs i've worked with some other like small grassroots guys like feeding neighbors i've just done stuff solo on my own yeah and i think it's really important to like i i have uh it's 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 ebbed and flowed right like my time and my availability and i've definitely in the past beat myself up being like i'm not doing more i'm not doing more shit i could be i could be doing more and the thing is like we could always be doing more right wow. but 
we need to fucking rest because this is a long fight and like we have to be strategic right instead of just like swinging wild and wasting all of our energy like we gotta love up on those on us we gotta find ways to like support people like throwing money towards like grassroots people that have been doing this work yeah like i know there's a lot of people that want to start orgs right now and they're like yeah i want to like help aid in the vet abortion and i'm like that's dope um, but there's people that have been in the field, been doing this work, yeah. right? You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, there like there's plenty of resources. Your communities. That's go, what... find, go find them. Go, jo- go join somebody who's already doing some shit that you think is dope. You know, like. That's kind of what Agenda it. 21 was also mentioning. Like something about we have unlimited resources. Like we have the money to solve these things. It's just that there's so many organizations in place and some don't coincide with others and it's hard to make final decisions because who's really in charge? It was like this weird thing, but... It's true. And what you also have, and this is real, and like I'm not saying that people should be afraid of it, but it is real. There are going to be people that are going to be grifters, right? That are going to be hustling in community and using these events as ways to channel money into orgs. Um, and you do have to be like cautious of where, like who you're aligning with and what you're, what you're doing. Be cautious, um, ask questions, like. Yeah, ask hella questions. Be vocal. Ask questions. Yeah, if something doesn't feel right and you're like, mm, say some shit. See. Um, and if they don't, if they don't respond well to you asking questions, then like maybe that's not people that you want to fuck with, right? You want to fuck with people that are open to being wrong and like fixing that shit versus people that are going to be defensive. But we're humans. We're all humans. So our ego plays a part in our activism. And to say that it doesn't is like very naive, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Big, big ego. Okay, wait, what do you think of like white cis men who are like even like men in general who are underperforming are like staying silent about this issue? Oh, so uh, (laughs) I think that. I've been seeing it. I mean, I even, um, like, with my partner, um, it was like, I think that there's, I, there's like two camps of men right now, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe three. Here, here's what I think is happening. There's two to three camps of men. There's the men who don't give a fuck. Do not give a fuck about you. We'll still try to fuck you raw and nothing. You do not give a fuck about your feelings or your political views. And they are completely checked out, right? Yeah. <laughs> group one and they are fucking real and to think that they don't exist that i as a sex worker uh i know there's there's shitty there's some shitty motherfuckers out there um and and then there's the group two uh and the group two is uncomfortable they know that it is wrong they know that it is bad but they don't want to look like uh they're like virtue signaling right uh, they don't want to, they don't know, they're uncomfortable and they don't know what to do to push through that discomfort, right? Yeah. Um, and then like the third group, there's like a third group of men that are just, uh, they're just like, they're, they're, they're not there, right? They're just marshmallows. They're not really humans. They're just like NPC characters in the video game that they're just completely checked out because the world is uh, too much which is real um but i still kind of feel like those men still fall into groups one or two that's like a subgroup right? yeah it's like a um, subgroup because then they're like, a subgroup of both they're just like me- mentally not doing well and they're checked out and that's real sweetheart but i need y'all to wait the fuck up yeah because i i think in like one of the protests someone was like men don't realize that patriarchy is affecting them too like it's it's more for you too, baby. Yeah, it's more noticeable on women or like rights, like obviously, because that's in the forefront and we've been oppressed, like a, an oppressed um, gender. But I don't think men realize because they've always been considered like more of authority, authoritative and yeah. on this planet. And so that kind of blinds them to the fact of like, hey, this is not okay for my mental health. Hey, this is not serving my purpose as a man. Like, this is not, like, good for me sexually. Like, obviously, I can't express my sexuality because of these things in place. And, like, they just don't even understand because they're 
checked out like you said. Yeah, they, they, they really don't. Um, it's, 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 I think it's unintentional though. I, I, I often re- like think that and see that privilege is less about what you knowingly have. It's what you're not exposed to and not thinking about because you have the privilege to not think about it. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're wealthy and you have resources, you probably don't ever know what it's like to struggle and have to like survive. So there's just certain things that you'll never understand because You've never experienced it. Doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. You just don't fucking know what that shit's like. You don't have that lived experience. And cis white men and, and cis men in general that are underperforming, they don't know what that stress is like. The most stress that they've ever felt was, oh, I got a girl pregnant, and now it's like stressful because maybe she's gonna have this baby. And I've heard men say like, oh, you know, like. If, this girl I was dating didn't get an abortion. It would have ruined my life. And I'm like, ruin your life? Bitch, you didn't have that thing gestate inside of you. Like, yeah. do you not realize that I, I get there's like a financial responsibility and emotional responsibility for creating life. But I'm like, did you forget the whole like actual gestation part, motherfucker? Because that shit in and of itself is a huge uh, amount of labor and like trauma that is put upon the body. Um, and I think that like birthing, uh, birthing rights is, are beautiful. And like the ability to birth is fucking like badass as hell, but it looks scary as fuck to me. I am a sci-fi kid and that shit looks like aliens. It's not something anyone can do. I've had people be like, oh, I love, like it was fine. Or some people be like, hell no, I'm never having a kid again. Or like, you just never know. It's scary. Yeah, it's like traumatizing. It's, you you don't know how your body's gonna respond. It's to a it. whole like, experience. It's almost like an ayahuasca fucking retreat. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's. I can I can only imagine. It's like uh, your life is forever changed, right? Because you give gave life to something, right? I, I I it's it's huge. It's huge. It's very magical. It's very like deeply powerful. Um, and I'm like. Uh, that part's a big part. So being like, oh, my life would be ruined. Like, bitch, you didn't, we don't have to gestate this thing. And it, there's just so much that they, they, they don't understand because they don't have that lived experience. Yeah. Um, however, I need them to push past the discomfort because I think most, um, I, I like to be good faith. Like, I think a lot of men, um, like I said, the patriarchy hurts us all, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I think that there's, I think, I think in general, most people want to be good. Right. Like, I don't think people are like, yeah, I want to be a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. It's just our experience in this world and the way that we're socialized and our trauma and the way that we learn to handle uh, rejection and failure and love and success. Right. That, that shapes us as humans. And um, I think men, I need them to like tap into their fucking bravery. Right. Like tap into that fucking ooga booga. I'm protective energy. Right? Yeah. And use that, tap into, like, because you're a man, you're going to stand up for us, right? Because you're a man and, like, this is what men do, like, find pride in that and use that to push through the discomfort of, like, oh, I don't know what to do. Uh, It doesn't really affect me. I don't know what to say. Or I don't want to say something and seem like I'm virtue signaling. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, then don't do something that's virtue signaling. Don't I, I actually I don't give a fuck about an ally. I want to I want an accomplice. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't want you to say that you fuck with me. I want to show you show me how you fuck with me. Show me how you're down. Right. I want to see all those little fucking ten toes piggies on the ground. Right. Like, how do you show up for me? I don't care if you're like, fuck this shit. You know, like I want to see men being like, I'm donating money to this organization. I, I want to see that, too. Like, I challenge I you to do. see it. Like, Here's here's how I'm going to show up for women. Here's how I'm going to show up for femmes and non-binary people and trans men. And my life, you know, like, like, here's how, like, as a cis straight white man, like, let me show how I'm down with these other communities by shutting the fuck up. Because they're privileged. Like, my thing is, I'm privileged for making money doing sex work. So I'm like, okay, I need to get out there and protest. Like, a lot of people... I can't because they have kids at home. They're single moms. They're single household women. And yeah, they don't have the energy or the time to do that they shit. They don't have the energy or the time. And I completely understand that. And that is okay. Like, take care of you, baby girl. Like, you've done enough. But, yeah. like, I know my privilege. My privilege is how I make money and, like, my time that I have left over. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out there. I was, like, nervous as hell, but I went. 
And it's like, as white cis men, you are privileged. So how can you like give back privilege? Like, is it because you know certain people? Okay, well then get them, like even start a conversation with them. Or talk to other people. Yeah, like have like a poker night and fucking talk to them about it. Like that's productive because you're you're living this life once. Why would you stay shut for future generations? Like that makes no sense. That makes sense. No, it makes no sense. And we have to find ways. I think that like there are a million ways to engage in this work and you got to make it kind of like a daily practice. It's not going to look the same every time you do it. Right. Like there's different ways to do this work and you have to find a way that's sustainable. Right. Mm-hmm. But I do need men to start waking up and showing the fuck up because the thing is even reading, like don't even say it doesn't anything. end with us. Right. It doesn't stop here. It only gets worse. They're only going to strip away more rights. They're only going to like, like it's, it's not, it's it, like I said, back with FOSTA, SESTA, we were the fucking canaries in the coal mine telling everybody like shit is about to get really fucking real. Uh, and I mean, it sucks being those canaries, but like, you know, we are, we are way advanced in, in this, uh, storyline right now, right? Like, like now is the time for everybody to find ways to do the work, right? In a way that do, I don't care if it's a baby step, if it's having a conversation at poker night, if it's donating money, like, we have to start doing things like um, in in small ways so we can get to big ways. Like, I don't want us to like cheapen the small things we do and say like beat ourselves up being like, it's not enough, but we need, we need, we do need more action. Like, oh, like cause Earth, I'm even thinking with the fire and the coals, right? Like we do need to turn the heat up. The fire, the flame does need to get, we do need to get it a little bit hotter. No, like, um, no. I, I'm even thinking now, like, maybe they started maybe they, off. Maybe they need to do some shit. Maybe they started off, like, stripping women's rights so it. they can, um, so they can make this, like, a minute situation for the more rights they're going to be stripped. Like, this isn't even, like, a woman's issue. Like, this isn't, this is, like, an every person issue because it's only going to get worse. Like you said, oh, all no, these. your audio is cutting out. Is it cutting out? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear. It was the whole, yeah, that whole last message was cut out. Can you hear me fine? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you now. Okay, okay. Maybe it's my charger. But yeah, I even think just making this a women's issue initially was maybe like a a plan. Like everything is planned and calculated and tested and recorded and studied and and out, like they've done analysis. Hella psyops hella psyops going on and like, if you don't think that or believe on. like i mean that's already true like you can't just not think that or believe that they've done you know tests studies they've, like they've records. done it before why wouldn't they be doing it now you know what they're I mean? doing it right now as we they're speak. doing it right now we're right a part now of um but yeah so i think it was very strategic to make this first a women's issue because then following like the rights that are going to be taken away from us are going to be undervalued or like underlooked. And people just need to start thinking and thinking and talking and thinking. And um, OK, wait. So what do you think about people who post on social media? Do you think that's harmful? Do you think that's productive? Oh my God, sorry. Somebody just tried to FaceTime me. So I was like denying the call, but it cut out your audio the whole time. Oh my God. I just missed your last state. Um, what do you think of people who are protesting, like, um, posting online? Like, do you think that's productive or how, what do you think about the people who are saying that's not productive or what do you think in general about that? And how could, how could we come to like a middle ground on that? You know, I think that's a good question. And I think this is difficult because, um, like we do, the internet is a great place to share information, right? Um, it's very accessible. It's open to everybody. You can get things shared on social media, but it's also like, remember that the cops have access to these things too. Um, and 
like once again it comes back to like asking questions like when you're at a protest don't film people don't film your comrades don't put people on film doing things like uh i think that people should be moving in silence a little bit more when we're in in real life uh -huh, i think that uh -huh. the internet can be useful for spreading information uh and but like when it comes to organizing like you know, there's going to be plants, right? There's definitely orgs and people that will pop up um, as activists um, and just be there to like rile shit up and start shit. You know, like uh, there's definitely that aspect on social media where some of it's shit posting. Like there's a very, it's, and right now, I think because the world is like in such a dumpster fire, it's really hard to distinguish between what is satire Mm -hmm. And what is reality, which is like a dangerous place to be, right? Yeah. Because so many uh, ridiculous things that if you told me like 10 years ago were happening, I'd be, I would be so incredulous. I'd be like, that is bullshit. You're making a joke, right? Yeah. But like it is, it, reality is too close to this weird satire. Um, and so when we are online, it's really hard to distinguish between those two. So I think once again, uh, it's really important like if my if I had like fucking buttons top three tips for like activism and engaging with this work right it's like ask fucking questions trust your gut instinct and lead with love right so like you have to ask questions because like keep a critical keep keep your critical thinking intact right like question all information that you take in you know talk with your friends talk with people that you don't agree with right because oftentimes different perspective it's like a venn diagram right mm -hmm. if we overlap our four to six life experiences there's going to be truths that over overlap in each of our stories right like uh different perspectives bring so many things to the table that's why it's important to be inclusive because we miss out on more of the truth when we don't have more people's layers and perspectives to add to the fucking the chart i mean um so I think being critical when you're engaging with social media, taking that shit with a grain of salt, don't post, don't dox your friends, you know, thinking that you're like, yeah, I'm showing people that I'm here. And I'm like, you know, if you can, don't bring your cell phone with you when you go places. But yeah, social media can be helpful, but it, it's like a double-edged sword. I would even I say know. like- It's, it's send, dangerous. I would even say like send the post to your friends instead of on your story maybe to kind of conversate about what you Ooh, just read yeah. or like um, I love that that's a that's a great idea or like if you see a post you like see who posted it and like what their agenda is or like what they stand for exactly um yeah or like research something if you, if it's like something really like crazy that you just read like maybe get online and read some articles about mm -hmm. it so you can be better informed before like posting it obviously um but okay so now i just want to talk about my last point which is i guess the scottish salary <laughs> and their retirement yeah. like stuff and how they get paid a shit ton of money like two hundred thousand dollars damn they're making how much money fuck those fuckers two hundred thousand dollars salary for life they get three months per year off and they can be in the supreme court their whole life like until they're freaking just old unless unless i guess i think it's like unless you're too old and you're like not mentally unhealthy or, or okay yeah. wow. and so then there's like the retirement issue but this is just so crazy because they even get like 40,000 for just furniture for their office. And it's like, Oh, that's fucking That's, and that's like taxpayer money, right? That's, that comes that's out of the money that money. gets stolen out of people's. That's our money that we work hard for for years, like for years. That is why they need more people shit. because more people working four years is totaling up to their one year salary. Oh. I hate that. You know what? I think this is a good note to close on because here's here's my little conspiracy theory. But I don't even feel like it's a conspiracy theory. I feel like it's just connecting the dots, right? Yeah. This whole Roe v. Wade being overturned, yeah, it is is being put under the guise of religion, right? But I don't think it, that's true at all. I think it's economic, purely oh, economic. It's purely economic. That's like my whole thing. They, 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 COVID COVID wiped out 
a whole class of working people, right? Yeah. And we're, we're, they're losing money. And if you think about it, if you have poor disenfranchised people having babies, uh, it doesn't matter if they could take care of the babies. You know why? Cause then they can go into juvenile detention systems, like the foster care system. These are all for profit businesses, right? So every step of the way, every birth baby that is born into poverty and like trauma, they, there's a way for them to profit off of that child, right? Either they go into the system or they don't go into the system and they work somewhere and you know, fall into capitalism that way, right? Yeah. Working for somebody else making profit. Or they, you know, the hustler route and then they go to jail and then they go to a for profit prison. So either way, give a fuck about the, the quality of life. The fact is is that forcing people to to give births will give them a a a whole supply of people that will be permanently underclassed, that will not be able to escape poverty because of their being born into that situation. Yeah. They, it's, it's set up for them to make money. Uh, so at the end of the day, that's why I think, you know, uh, Democrat versus Republican, I'm just like, same shit at the end of the day, right? It's the, it, there's only really one. Yeah, it's elite it's versus the, it's the ruling class versus the fucking rest of us. We need to start building some motherfucking guillotines. Let's get the guillotine. It's all Bring modern day slavery. Like that's exactly what it is. Because I mean, MLK was fighting for um, what is it for? What's it called? Segregation? <laughs> no, not segregation. He was fighting for um, equal pay, equal rights, social or. Uh, Civil rights, civil rights. That's yeah, what it was. yeah. He had civil rights. He had, he, had, he, 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 he was on a bunch of different platforms. He was. That, his main thing was this, list. though. He wanted equal pay for every human being and equal rights. Like I read this book where, like, they studied these uh, Italians from Risotto, Italy, when they when they first migrated to America and they were living in Pennsylvania, and they oh, were the man. most healthiest community of all, like. <laughs> of everybody and they were like why the fuck are they so healthy and like they started studying their diet when they moved to america they started studying like so much shit like their exercise and mm-hmm. and like everything mm-hmm. and it all came down to their belief of being egalitarian which is the right which is the belief that they they think everyone is equal and everyone should deserve equal pay so if they knew how to get money they would tell their community this is how we're doing it or like if they knew like this, they would like get their community and teach it. Like they were just always about helping out. Collaboration. Their, yeah, collaboration and helping out their community and everyone gets equal pay and help. And and they were the most like that caused their heart to be the healthiest. That caused everything in their body to be super healthy. And people were like, like the people who were researching it were like, what? That's why? And then that's when MLK came out and he was egalitarian and he, I guess he received like education, like a super good education. And because if you are well educated, then you know what money is about. It's about like separating classes. It's about Mm -hmm. oppressing Mm -hmm. others and advancing yourself. This is why white people are so ahead. Obviously, we know this because slavery, like a slave couldn't even think of her dream job like and if she did that was so far-fetched and even after slavery it's so far-fetched for us to think of our dream job like it's a scam it's a scam. baby I don't, I don't i don't have a dream job i i i, I don't dream of labor yeah i mean i don't even I know at this I point i'm a fucking cloud and eat grapes man at this point i'm just like there's i'm not even gonna pay attention to rules like i'm a human and we're about to all die so i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want at this point because yo that, uh, period I'm, I'm here for it i'm like i'm i'm here to love love on people i'm gonna do the work the best i can um but i'm here to find joy yeah. this is my go around on this planet i'm like i'm gonna do this work uh, I'm like, I'm not gonna let Mitch McConnell's fucking turtle ass outlive me. Like, no, I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna thrive, and I'm taking everybody with me. Like, that's that's my goal. Fuck it. But it's definitely an economic thing, and they're definitely in the in an elitist position. And this is definitely all boiling down to 
money, environment, and society. And it's like crazy that people, some people can't see past religion or their gender or like whatever the fuck social media, which I mean, that plays a big part, but it's just, it's crazy. It we are, we are more than our identities. You know, we are, we are so much more expansive. And we, we, this fight is like not over. And I don't think that we're losing. Like, it feels like we're losing right now, but uh, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not fatalistic, right? Like, I'm a hopeful person. I'm a positive person. I'm like, I think you kind of have to be like as an energy worker and like a sex worker, right? Like, yeah. Because sometimes it's feast or famine, right? Like, you have to know that, like, you're going, you have to trust that things are going to be, like, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Right? Like, and the way that we figure it out is by fucking taking care of each other right here, right now, as best we can. Yeah, that's the only way to fight it back against the government, because I think we're taught not to help or to save our money or to, like, oh, they're using it for crack or, like, you don't want to, it's just pointless to give out food or, like, we just think of, like, these all these ways to not help or why it's not valuable to help or like right we haven't really even been taught to really just be helpful of whoever we we don't even know how to do it we only see it as charity right yeah Uh, if i'm giving something to you we need to stop looking at it like that it's like no I have something right now that I know that I have extra and I am sharing it with you because I know that we all need to get there at the end of the day. It's about teamwork, not like what, look what I can do for you, you know, and it's hard. You you gotta have a little bit of that ego death. A lot of us, you know, it's hard. Dude, one time we're human. I thought of like opening up a coffee shop and like selling like dank ass coffees and then being like, they're free. You just have to dedicate 10 minutes to like read this or like do that. <laughs> that would be, I love that. That's honestly dope because people love being rewarded. Like I actually think that's like a really great concept. Like what if it was like, here, like have a slice of pie and a cup of tea. But now you have to listen to my fucking like. Yeah. Or now uh, you have to listen to this art, like, piece or this you have to look at this installment and you have to like read you have to experience this now or like write how you feel or like because taking the time to do these things is it's like first of all words are energy like conversations are energy like we're we're producing energy right now talking we are so if you're in a car, you're in a simulation. You're not talking. You're in 1D. There's only so much you can do in a car. If you're on Earth, like, protesting, if you're out there, you're in the 3D. Like, if you're on social media, you're on, you're on a location, which is just social media. Like, you're in your head and to, to so many – you have so much resource, resources that could be overwhelming – but also mm-hmm. it's not like you're you can do something like it's almost like um 1D or or it's like a weird dimension to be on your phone it's like not even anything productive cuz it could Yeah, you, you got to reach out and talk to people. You know, our our technology makes us feel that we're connected when in actuality we lack a lot of connection. Yeah. Uh go to <laughs> I suggest everybody go talk to some one person they don't know today and do something nice for that person. Exactly. Like, listen to what they've been through. Ask them how they've been, what's going on. Like, so weird. Uh, everything's just coincidental once you actually are, like, engaged. Yeah, we actually, you know, like, we have control over, like, very little, but we do have control over, like, how we engage with the world, right? Like, yeah, how we choose to 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 send our energy out to those around us right like and those things have big ripple effects big ripple um, effects I, this conversation i feel like was hella powerful i feel like we like it was nice hearing somebody else's perspective who also does sex work and like uh finding that common ground it, it it's it's less isolating right you know like you, oh my oh shit you know what i i i identify with that too i see that too i have experienced that too and therefore, like, I'm not alone now. Yeah, like, I don't feel normal. alone. I feel like I have you in this fight. 
And, you know, before this conversation, although I know you would be in this fight, I probably wouldn't have been so interconnected between all these conversations to know that we're in this fight. Like, you know? Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, exactly. Like, I know who's on my team now, right? Like, I know who's down. Like, but okay, that's, so that's we, we started. So I guess we'll cut it off here because it's been uh, like an hour. <laughs> Beautiful. I, lo- I love that. But thank you so much, Jesse, for coming so on. Great. I don't know how this podcast is going to work, but I'm going to try and save it. And I love what you're doing with your podcast. What is it called? Epoch Times. Uh, the High Epoch Times. The High yeah, Epoch. We're on Twitch. Twitch, Twitch, T-Pot, Twitch TV backslash The High Epoch Times. E-P-O-C-H Times. Yeah, we, we go through weird right-wing bullshit. Um, we smoke a lot of weed and we talk about shit that's going on in the world and try to bring a little uh, humor and levity to the okay. situation. Cool. Um, okay, well, thank you so much for coming on and speaking with me. 